Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Weekly Report dated May 28, 2021. Today, we update our outlook on gold prices and discuss the relationship of gold to cryptocurrencies. I'm Phil Adler. The guest today is Confluence Investment Management Chief Market Strategist Bill O'Grady. Bill, we spoke about gold a couple of months ago, and at that time, prices had been drifting pretty well below what you calculated to be long-term fair market value, if I remember correctly. Review for us how gold prices have fared in the past several weeks. Gold prices have moved higher. The last time we spoke on gold in late March was when prices were around $17.25 an ounce. They are now near $18.75. And how about the long-term fair market value for gold? Has it changed? Yes, it has. The fair value in March was around 22.38. It's now edged higher to about 24.10. So the long-term fair market value has gone up. Why? What factors have served to adjust the calculation of long-term fair market value for gold? Well, the rise is coming from all factors within the model. Two of the factors, the central bank balance sheets of the Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank have gotten larger. Real interest rates have declined with the recent rise in inflation. The dollar has weakened, which is also bullish for gold, and the fiscal deficit has widened. Is your short-term outlook for gold more or less bullish than the long-term outlook? Well, in the short-term outlook, it's less bullish. Investors into exchange-traded products have lagged, and the real yields from the tips market is near historic lows. So it will take higher inflation fears and more negative real interest rates to lift prices in the short run. But the long-run worries about currency debasement remain positive for gold. Can we take a closer look at the 10-year Treasury note yields? In particular, how yields have been behaving and how this impacts gold. We like to compare gold to the real 10-year rate derived from the spread between regular T-notes and tip yields. That relationship justifies gold around 1772. But in general, gold's opportunity cost is the foregone interest collected by investing in fixed income. And so the higher interest rates are by themselves, it tends to be bearish for gold. What happens to gold if we get a further burst of inflation? Well, if it doesn't lead to higher nominal interest rates, it's quite bullish for gold. The real driver for gold in the short run is the prevailing interest rate relative to inflation. How strong is the relationship of gold to inflation anyway? Well, to inflation itself is actually not as strong as you'd think. Inflation is only one element of currency debasement. The other element is comparative interest rates. Bill, you say another main factor influencing gold prices is the decline in cryptocurrency prices, especially Bitcoin. I think it's fair to say that the recent decline in Bitcoin, uh, and we're speaking here the last week of May, is probably the result of several developments, including the comments by Elon Musk, which, which have been well publicized, also the regulatory threats, including the fact that Chinese Financial institutions have been instructed not to accept cryptocurrencies as payments. First of all, is it useful for economists and investors to separate their assessment of Bitcoin from their assessments of other cryptocurrencies? Well, that's a really good question. And and unfortunately, I'm not really sure. 
Bitcoin has become kind of a benchmark for cryptocurrencies. It was the first one of, of size, but it is actually pretty hard to discern the differences between other coins and exactly what they do for an investor. And so in a situation of uncertainty, investors, especially conservative or institutional investors, tend to gravitate toward what they are most comfortable with. Let's explore the relationship between gold and crypto. What are the similarities? Well, the primary similarity is that they are both effective at one of the three functions of money, which is store of value. In that regard, they tend to find favor with investors that are concerned about the stability of money. In theory, both can facilitate anonymous transactions, but the reality is, is a bit more complicated. Once either is converted to a sovereign currency, that veil of, a, of anonymity is usually lost. What about the differences and how is this reflected in the way prices for the two entities have behaved recently? The key difference is that gold ultimately is a real thing. It's a metal. A cryptocurrency doesn't have a corporal existence. Bitcoin, for example, has a limited supply built into its, its structure and the reward for transacting on the distributed ledger, the blockchain, is that a certain number of Bitcoins are rewarded for cracking an ever-increasingly difficult puzzle that requires rising degrees of computing power. But at heart, it really only exists in, in the virtual world. To some extent, this virtual only existence is a feature, not a bug of cryptocurrencies. It allows for the transfer of crypto across the world in theory without the need of financial intermediaries. The reality of transferring is pretty clunky, though, compared to your credit card. For countries experiencing hyperinflation, such as Venezuela or Argentina, where the currency is falling in value in perceivable time, Crypto is much more convenient than gold. In fact, there are apps used in the circumstances that allow the user to hold crypto until the minute they transact business at the cash register. As you've probably now figured out, these features of crypto also make it quite attractive to organized crime. Well, a simple question. Are you bullish or bearish on cryptocurrencies and, and Bitcoin right now? It isn't really easy to value Bitcoin, but my work suggests that gold is probably a better value. When investors withdraw from Bitcoin, where do they place their funds? Have they actually been investing in gold exchange-traded funds as the outlook on Bitcoin sours a bit? It's pretty hard to tell. Instead, it looks like people that are exiting Bitcoin are moving to, uh, to regular cash when they exit. Bill, what developments do you foresee that might accelerate an improvement in gold prices to draw closer to your calculation of long-term fair value? This might be the most interesting part of our analysis. For most of its history, gold and Bitcoin prices have been positively correlated, which makes sense because they're essentially fulfilling the same role in a portfolio, which is that of a currency debasement hedge. But since last July, we have seen a decided flip in the relationship. Now gold and Bitcoin are highly inversely correlated, suggesting that investors no longer view them as complementary products, but now view them as competitive or substitute products. And so if something makes Bitcoin fall in value, gold should benefit. Now we want to note the correlations in financial markets are not always stable. 
But now it appears to us that investors have concluded that central banks are engaging in a policy of widespread global currency debasement and are trying to select the best investment to address that situation. Because of the ease of transfer compared to similar assets, crypto had become the payment of choice for organized crime. That feature has become apparent to the proper authorities, and we would not be surprised to see a regulatory crackdown on crypto. You already noted that in China. We may see that spread. That would be quite bullish for gold. Finally, review for us the position of gold in confluence asset allocation models and whether you've made any adjustments because of any developments in the past couple of months. Well, we continue to hold gold at the same levels in our conservative portfolios, but we have reduced our gold exposure in the more aggressive portfolios in favor of a higher allocation to equities, especially in foreign equities, to take advantage of a weaker dollar. Thank you, Bill. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.